0: to Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the NS9 post-game show, the Hodge Pod of Nothingness. I'm your host, Anthony Bernardo. This is Jim Rosati on Pittsburgh Baseball. Now, Pirates lose six to five. Pirates officially 55 and 96, fifth place in the NL Central. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing better than the Pirates bullpen. That's for sure. You know who else is doing better than the Pirates bullpen? Literally everybody is. on the face of this earth, and probably a lot of them is six feet under. I'm I'm really happy.
1: There's what eleven more games left this year, so we only have to watch this bullpen eleven more times.
0: Oh, we don't have to, but we probably will. That's true. Yeah,
1: we will because we're sickos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. I know the meme, so this is just bad. It's just bad. Like this has to be one of the worst six to five games that you could imagine. I mean, like, listen, it's six to five. Not that five runs is like anything enormous, but for this Pirates offense, they scored five runs. Brian Reynolds hits his twenty fifth home run today. But I mean, you just walk away from this game, just like, God, damn.
1: I don't know if this team is capable of winning a game anymore because like in order to win, they're going to have to outscore the other team and the other team gets to face the Pirates bullpen. So like the only thing, the only way I could see this Pirates team winning another game this year is if a starter goes seven, like a start starting pitcher has to go seven innings or they're going to lose. They're not going. They're they are incapable of winning a game if the bullpen needs to pitch more than two innings. I don't even know if they're capable of winning a game right now if they need to pitch two innings. But I'm giving them a little bit of credit.
0: Yeah. This game, I forgot to tweet out the link, so I just did that. <laughs> but this this team, de- I mean, listen, it's baseball. There's 11 games left, so. It's baseball. I'm sure they're going to win a game. They're going to find a game or two, maybe even three, that they win over the next 11. But, like, I'm with you. The odds are against them. holes. well, the Pirates will be going to St. Louis and then St. Louis will be coming into the Pittsburgh, and holes is seeking 700. And if he doesn't do so beforehand, I'm very confident he will during that series for all the reasons you mentioned. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, the, the offense isn't isn't particularly good. You keep going back. That you know, it's kind of on Cruz and Reynolds, and Cashman's been doing his thing. Cal Mitchell's back, and Mitchell's been looking. You know, he's been better since his last stint, and they had the injury in there. But it's it's not particularly good. And, and like like you said, even if it does have a good game or two or three, then you have to rely on the pitching. And the starting pitching, three fifths of it is okay. Well, like two half of it's okay. Keller's okay. Rowan's, he's okay. And then we think Luis Ortiz is, he's intriguing. He's been okay so mm-hmm. far. But then the bullpen has to come through on top of that. And the bullpen's not okay. There's nothing okay. It's not even bad. It's not even bad. It's worse. Technically, it is the worst bullpen in baseball since September 1st. And it just got you know, more worse.
1: You know, it's kind of crazy. You know who the last Pirates pitcher to uh, pick up a win is?
0: I'm afraid to say he's it's probably Tyler Beattie.
1: It's Tyler some way Beattie. or another it's Tyler yes. Beatty. <laughs> Tyler <laughs> Beattie
0: on September 14th, 10 days ago. <laughs> oh god. Oh God. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, tonight's game started off with Bryce Wilson. Made three outs is first, goes in the second, gives up a two run shot as he does. Just, you know, when, when he, he came back and like those first two outings, not that he was looking good by any means, like the bar was very low. And, and my point and discussion at that point was he's not a good pitcher, but he throws strikes, he gets hits, he doesn't walk anybody. You know, maybe he could find his role into being like a bad fifth starter on a bad team. And I, at this point, like, that was so premature. I, I'm I'm ashamed of myself even entertaining that. I mean, I guess that's what he's he is. He's awful. a bad fifth starter on a bad team. He's not even – he's worse than that. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. I mean, he's even worse than a bad fifth starter at this point. I just – Today was is, actually his
1: best start since <laughs> – in a while. But it really, it's just so yeah. uninspiring. Like, everything he does is just uninspiring. When he throws the ball, he, like, almost falls over every pitch. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. He's – the guy has started – the guy – he has in his career 216 innings pitched, and he can't throw a baseball without almost falling over. I don't know what he's doing. Like, it's just the weird like, – it's every single pitch. And, and like, he throws it, and then it's like, oh, shit, he's going to fall over. And then he, like, barely stays up. Sometimes he does, like – have to catch himself before actually falling to the ground. But like, I don't like, like this guy's just a, he's a, he's a joke. <laughs> like he's, we almost had another Rizzotti F bomb. He's terrible. <laughs> um And I just don't want to see him ever again. And he wasn't even the problem tonight. Like he was fine. No, he was fine no. tonight, but I never want to see him again.
0: It's just not good. It's just not good. And, and to put a little, little bit out here, you know, I went on Twitter today and after last night's Mitch Keller start, which, you know, it didn't start well, but he turned it around. He fought through and Mitch Keller doing Mitch Keller things and he's lowered his ERA and he looks very confident for the season. And it's was like, and then here's the antithesis of Mitch Keller. Here is Bryce Wilson. And so I put some numbers out on Bryce Wilson for his season, right? Based upon... Everyone else who has 80, 80 innings pitched on this season, where he compares. So 140 pitchers this year have pitched 100 – I'm sorry, 140 pitchers have pitched 80 innings. Okay. He ranks 136 in F-War. Out of 140? Out of 140. Okay. Out of 140. He ranks 136 in War. He ranks 140 in ERA. <laughs> He's dead last. He ranks 136 in FIP, 134 in K percentage, 47 in walk percentage, so again like he he stopped walking people all that although that started to come back in his repertoire. Um 138 in batting average against, 135 in home runs per nine and 137 in weight in uh, WPA. So like <laughs> he's literally like the definition of like one of the worst pitchers in baseball. He is like, yeah, he, yeah, right. Exactly. It's it's so bad for him and it just he ain't he ain't that guy. He has no business beyond this roster next year. Point blank. There's no reason to tender him a contract. Absolutely not. So <laughs>
1: like that. that's Bryce I mean, Wilson.
0: No, like, that's our Bryce Wilson talk.
1: <laughs> his next start is against the Reds, though, who he beat his last time out. So, wow. we, I mean, so I guess there's maybe some wins. Three games against the Reds. Coming off a four-game sweep of the Reds, Pirates, Pirates haven't won then. since they faced them. They're looking at now three
0: sweeps in a row since that series. Yeah, man. So, like you said, as much as we just crapped all over Bryce Wilson, he didn't have a terrible outing. He didn't. It wasn't really his fault that they lost. So let's let's get to. Whose fault it was. It was his bullpen, as we discussed, which started with Wilcrow. He came in the sixth inning. He got out. Let's start off positive. He got an out.
1: He got one out.
0: He got an out. And that's where it ends. Three earned runs off three walks and a hit. Yeah,
1: I mean, he basically – I think he – he walked the bases loaded, and then he walked in a run, and then they pulled him. And then Banuelos came in, walked in another run, and then Banuelos gave up a hit to to kind of put the nail in the coffin for Crow. So just another awful, awful game from Will Crow. And, I mean, it's just a pattern now where I think he's just – Like, he's gassed. Like, he's done. Like, to just put him on a shelf for the rest of the year, there's no reason to put him out there anymore. Like, the dude is, he's given up eight runs now in his last two outings, and he's gotten one out.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Because those five earned came against the Yankees with that grand slam. No outs even made. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right, man. I didn't even think about that. One out. Eight earned runs. I mean, yeah, one out, yeah. eight earned runs. Not even an yeah. inning, just an out. One yeah. third of an inning. Eight, eight earned runs. Will Crow. That's uh, yeah. kind of damaging to the ERA. Yeah, put him on the IL. The, there's
1: no reason to put him back out there the rest of the year. He just doesn't Dead look arm. good. He hasn't for a Whatever while. Whatever it is, yeah. No, he hasn't looked good for a month
0: or so. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. And like, what really sucks is... You got to see the return of Bednar last night. His velocity's still down. He didn't look sharp either. It just yeah. Doesn't look the same. And like that's just the problem. Like, we've been talking about this bullpen for how long now? It just
1: Like when you when the bullpen's so bad and you had to rely on literally two guys to get all of your meaningful outs the first hundred and twenty games of the season. Mm-hmm. Once those two guys break down, you're left with nothing. And that's where they're at right now. They they've like rode those two horses as long as they possibly
0: can, and now they've got nothing. I'll yes and no. I, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Of course, it's relevant because we can talk about him tonight. The, he was injured for a little bit, so like you can't really say like he rode him the whole time. But there's also Chase DeYoung. He's been relied upon a lot this year. And again, like he just, he's a magician. I don't, I don't quite get it. He is, he's effective still. And I know we joked about this. Like, I'm not going to rely on him as a ninth inning guy, but he's the only guy in this bullpen that you can have any type of trust in. And so he does come out tonight. He does uh, pitch a scoreless ninth inning on a hit and a walk and a strikeout. Lowers his ERA to 2.32 on the season. Like, he is doing it. Again, he's a magician. I'm not quite sure how, but he is doing it. So, like, that's the only person in his bullpen that is worth a damn. Just point blank worth a damn. So, I mean,
1: the results have been there for Chase DeYoung. And he's, you know, been able to kind of dance through this season getting those results. I mean, he's... His left on base percentage is just completely, utterly ridiculous and unsustainable. He's a magician. <laughs> um, especially for someone who doesn't strike out people. 87.4% left on base rate. After today, it's actually 878 So that's just ridiculous. Um, that doesn't happen.
0: <laughs> <and especially laughs> like it's for almost a guy, impossible.
1: Especially for a guy who walks as many guys as he does. And strikes out as little amount of people as he does. <laughs> the the, the bat Chase De Young has a BABIP against of 200. Like it's just he's he has been the luckiest pitcher. He's outperformed his fit by over two runs,
0: like two full runs. And um, ironically enough, so, we're again, like, I, yeah, like, so again about the Yeah, so again, he doesn't have this have good defense run. behind him either. That's you can no. speak to. It's not like, well, listen, look at this infield. No one gets hits off this infield. It's it's the opposite. But somehow yeah. with him, no one gets hits off him.
1: So I wouldn't say I trust Chase DeYoung Young when he goes into a no. ball game at all. Like well, I said, he's gotten results
0: somehow, but like I don't trust him. That's the best way. Of, okay, that's the best way of putting it. I don't mm-hmm. trust him, but the magic will come out when he goes in there and like the results will come. And that's what I'm saying. Like, again, I'm not looking for to 2023 and saying, Hey, chase the young is in this bullpen. Let's build around that. I'm looking at 2023 and saying, chase the young is going to turn to a pumpkin. Beware. However, for this season, like the results keep coming. And as much as we keep saying, it's going to come down to earth. It just doesn't on top of that. Even even going by just straight FIP, he's the best reliever probably in this bullpen. And you're talking about his two runs, like even with a close to a five fit, yeah, over four fit. Clearly, I forget, I don't know what it is at right now. I'm not looking, but uh, it, four, he's still the best reliever that you probably four, have any type nine. of trust in. Yeah. So, anyways, still too much talk on Chase.
1: Today. But I think right now I probably trust if I if like if I had to get in out. This is where we're at with this, with the level of this Pirates bullpen. If we had to
0: get in out, I'm probably going Manny Van Wellos. For the people watching, I just whispered it. I mind yeah. it because I'm like you. I don't want to steal your thunder, yeah. but I think we're on the same page. It is him. I, that's that's probably
1: who I'm going with, and that's that's saying quite a bit right now.
0: Is he still the only lefty in the bullpen right now, too? Who knows. Dylan Peters might be back. I don't know what he's doing. Is Dylan Peters alive? He's alive. I'm not sure if he's
1: well, but he's alive. Dylan Peters is not on the roster. So, uh, yeah, Manny is the only left-handed pitcher on the team, actually. On the team. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, it's got to be the exact opposite of the the hitters. Yeah. Um. All right. So, yeah, Jon yeah. Ramirez – Bad one inning, another earned run, no strikeouts, two hits. His ERA is a five six four. This bullpen just it can't keep anything together. Yeah,
1: I mean, let's talk about the offense though. There, there was, I okay. mean, bullpen was terrible, pitching was awful. Offense, I thought, played pretty well today. Now mm. they were facing these Cubs pitchers who I've never heard of in my life. I don't know who asad rucker rodriguez and Yulmen are never heard of any
0: of those people in my life um so so here's the thing about that you've never heard of them they're still better than what we have as pirates fans they are, are. <laughs>
1: like, not no and then even the lineup today like the cubs lineup like esteban kiros was their number two hitter He's he just got a, called this week right He's a 30-year-old who's played six major league games. He's out there making diving catches. He was two for four with two RBIs. Like, who in the hell is this guy? I have no idea. He's our number two hitter.
0: (laughs) Alfonso Rivas. What's an Alfonso Rivas? Hey, man. Don't hit on Alfonso Rivas. (laughs)
1: But I mean again you can look at the Pirates lineup and probably say the same thing about half these guys, but like PJ Higgins.
0: You know, when you think about it, so I'm just when you think about it. <laughs> as much as look at the title of the show. Yeah. The hodgepodge the Cubs, of nothingness. The Cubs are a complete hodgepodge of nothingness. This was
1: absolutely that as well. Jay Young? What's it Jared Young was their DH today? Twenty seven year old. Fifth game of his career from Canada. <laughs> hey, who the hell is he? <laughs> <laughs> he but doesn't have right. a picture. He doesn't have a picture. He's a gray face. He doesn't have a picture of his face. on Tomlin the- loves him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My God. Oh man, I didn't see this this comment now, <laughs> Mister Kush. First time watching, guys. Looks like I'm the only one, right? <laughs> damn bro pirates suck if they don't even try to win i hope they move cities they got to do something soon or they gone hope they stay though yeah i hear you would be good. um, good for the brand if they stayed
1: yeah brian reynolds though continued his hot streak um 25th homer of the season career high i tweeted out earlier today like he's obviously not hitting like he was last year but um, fourth-best offensive center fielder in the National League. Uh, oh, actually, wait, second-best offensive center fielder in the National League among qualified batters, fourth-highest war among NL center fielders. So he's put together, you know, a sneaky good season, just kind of quiet under the radar. I mean, he's he's been good, uh, but a really good game today. He's really heating up in September. Um, Suwinski, another home run today. Really good game from Swinski. Got on base all four times, home run and three yeah. walks. We'll
0: he needed his game.
1: Yeah, we'll take that. G1 um, Bay, we want to talk about him, Major League debut. He got called up today. We got the word late last night that he was going to be no, on his way PM. up. Yeah. Yeah. So, G1 Bay, a lot of people have been kind of asking, you know, Where's G1 Bay? Because he, he really tore up AAA for the majority of this season. Um, so they call him up. And listen, I'm not, I'm not a G1 Bay fan, <laughs> personally. But I think, like, his – first off, his speed was kind of game-changing today. Um, you know He kind of possesses that one really good skill. Seems like a really good contact guy too, just based off of what we saw today. Made a good play at second base on a throw home with a drawn in infield. Got his first major league hit, stole two bases. Pretty impressive debut for G1 Bay. I think like that's like all of the reports and everything that you've known about Bay coming up through the minors. Like you, you, you see, okay, contact hitter, you know, puts the ball in play fast and, that's
0: what we saw tonight. You're right. He he walked. He got a hit. So like you said, his first major league hit, he got his first major league steal on his first time up. And the uh, well, pitch wasn't even thrown, right? He got on just took first base right away. <laughs> like, got his first steal as soon as he touched first base. Uh, then ended up getting a second steal in the ninth inning, which was pretty big as well. And I mean, I just liked, I know it was, it was the moment. And I'm not like, touting this entire one time like what he did on the base pass at that time like what he is but like mm-hmm. he was really disrupting that pitcher and everything i mean they were he was. they were worried about Bay. Mm-hmm. and this is the guy who's yep. made his, his de- debut not like he's a big time prospect or anything i think there's a lot of hope for him like you said like the contact the speed the defense um he's kind of starting to get like this sneaky power I'm not saying he's like a, a power hitter but the fact right. that he hit no home runs and then last year he had eight home runs this year, he's got eight in the minor leagues. Like, there's some pop coming mm-hmm. that he looks like he can be a decent hitter. But they were, like I said, like the Cubs were legit worried about him. I mean, they were they threw down yeah. – they threw the first base four times, I think, trying to pick him off. They threw they, the second they... once when he didn't even actually run. So yeah. it just kind of shows, like, there's already a fear for Bay in the moment. So now I can, one I can thing... understand the people – go ahead.
1: One thing to consider, I'm assuming this Cubs lineup has been in Iowa like all year long. So they <laughs> they're familiar with G1. They know. Like I I like there's two people, three people in this lineup who are like actual
0: major leaguers. Yeah. That's that's a good point. It's it's the Shaq <laughs> GIF, but yeah, I yeah. was familiar with their game. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, like they actually
1: know who he is. I just is. saw like, you about know, a week that, ago. He, that Eric Yulman dude, he's probably faced G-1 Bay like 30 times this year.
0: Good point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they know the ins out of G-1 Bay. But no, what i was going to say is like I, I fully understand like personally how people can feel about Bay. But as the player, I just feel like this, this call was well overdue. Again, for how many times you had to see Josh VanMeter in this lineup and such, like why not get this kid up here? Seems like he has definitely the talent, whatever. Um, and he's showing he's showing the tools. That is why he's. I'm not saying like I mean he's about 10, 15, 20ish range depending on like where you look at as far as um, rankings go, you know. But there's definitely talent there. I know it's limited because the power's right, very limited at such. But um, it was it was a nice debut for him. Again, one for three. A walk, two stolen bases.
1: Yeah, and and I really, I mean, in in reading too, like he would have gotten more prospect hype coming up if not for the off field -field stuff. Like that. Think
0: about like when he, like when the Braves signed him, that was like a big time signing internationally. That just
1: kind of made people sour on him. So yeah, you know. Otherwise. I mean, yeah, you can count. You can look at a bunch of top 100 prospects and say Bay's probably better than that guy.
0: Yep. But and just to throw this just out there because it happened. Guy. We talked about the power stuff. I mean, his hit did come 108 miles per hour, so exit velocity. He even
1: had so. the one oh His ground out to like that diving play at second was 105.
0: I think. So he hit a couple of balls pretty hard today. Mhm. So good to see from him. So yeah, it was a nice debut. Uh, like you said, Reynolds hit his twenty fifth. He goes two for four with another walk today as well. His OPS back over to eight oh seven. Um, I guess talk a little about Onel Cruz, So we love to do. Right, he did go over four today. Did have a walk, yeah. no strikeouts. I mean, he was making contact, uh, as he did the, the night before as well. Just- no strikeouts,
1: making contact. Got on base. The in the ninth stole inning there. Stole a base. In the ninth inning, he barreled up a ball. Uh, but it was caught at the warning track. It was a home run in 12 out of 30 yeah. major league ballparks, but mm. not PNC. You got to hit the ball pretty good to go opposite field as a lefty at PNC. And so he just he just missed it there. But I thought I thought he had walked it off. Like off the bat. I, I thought it was gonna carry. Cause usually you're just kind of used to his balls just like
0: jumping you know. And You're so I mean, used to it not looking like a home run and right. end up being it. So right, when <laughs> yeah. I saw that I was like, well damn, this is a home run. <laughs> yeah. If it would have just if it would've been a little bit more in the corner, it was gone. It didn't get yeah. it didn't get down that
1: line enough. Um but no, I mean I actually thought he looked pretty good today. Um like I said didn't really chase uh, looked at a lot of pitches five plate appearances, no strikeouts. I don't know if he's ever done that, to be honest with you. So, I mean, we can, point. We can go back and, and look, but I feel like uh, that's at least a little bit of a positive. Now, he did face
0: a lot of just scrub right-handed pitchers today. So Right. That, yeah, that was... this was like one of those games where, again, you walk away and say, hey, at least he didn't strike out. Like he did go for four, had a walk, didn't strike mm-hmm. out. He's making contact. But, I mean, it's certainly one of those games where it's like you you wanted to see a hit or two, you know, in, in this one. And, and, right, like he almost yeah. had it. And it could have been, like, a huge yeah. moment for him, like a walk-off home mm-hmm. run there to win it in the ninth inning. It was close. It was so close. But it doesn't happen. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you walk away from this as, you know, it's a disappointment. Wasn't a good game in the box score for O'Neill Cruz. But, again, like, when you walk away looking at it, it wasn't terrible. You know, again, if he went 0 for 5 or 0 for 4 with a walk, and like two strikeouts in here, that's her saying, okay, you know. But there was contact. Just continue to see him go. There's 11 more games. 11 more games. This season's over. Let's see how he finishes it.
1: Well, and, and yeah, you obviously always want to see res- you obviously want to see results, right? But behaviors mm-hmm. drive results. So, you right. know, we saw good behaviors from him today. His last two plate appearances expected batting averages 490 and 420. You know, so like he he was he did the right thing in those at bats. It's just you don't you're not always going to get a hit.
0: Happens, such as baseball, such as life, John Jaso. <laughs> but yes, so yeah. I mean I don't know that seems to pretty much wrap up the game. I don't know if there's anything else you want. I, I mean, so. I guess like, look at it this way: the Pirates only struck out six times as a team. Like that's also a big win. I guess so. Yeah. You don't see that too often.
1: Yeah. And again, like this was, they were facing pretty bad pitchers like all day today. No one they faced today, like when you watched them throw, you know, you weren't impressed with their stuff. Like these were, these were a
0: bunch of dudes, just your normal average, it's like right handed bums. Yeah. You've, you've pretty much watched this 112 times this year. It would be like if you had the nine minutes of turned on the Pirates. Yeah. Right, right. So yeah, from the beginning at like, You've seen this before. Uh, it's just the yeah. Pirates end, and the Pirates weren't able to capitalize on it. But either way, yeah, it sucked. It really did. I mean, the Pirates did. The lead went back and forth a few times. The Pirates' offense was there, but right, the bullpen just couldn't get it together, as you pretty much expected, and probably going to expect for such a season. And it just is what it is. But, hey, on the bright side, Eleven days left of the season. The the hodgepodge of nothingness hopefully concludes. I feel like this is the theme for the next eleven games, right? Um, and there's an off season. There's there's new hope, right? There's new hope to instill for 2023. I'm ready to see Andy bring Andy up this last week. He uh, what he he got a hit tonight too, didn't he? He had Multiple hits tonight. He, he all two? he does is
1: all he does is collect multiple hits. Man, like, yeah. What's tonight that kid is he went doing? two for four. Okay, he's hitting 533 right now in AAA since his call up. All he does is hit. I feel like you got to reward
0: him. They did that game, right? They rewarded Ronzi and O'Neill last year. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're going to play that game this year? There is room on the forty man per. Day, there's room on the 40 man they only really have
1: like one and a half catchers right now anyways um, although Zach Collins looked pretty decent behind the plate today I'll give him that like the arm looked really good because um, that was the first time we saw him back there but uh, no Indianapolis's season ends next Wednesday so theoretically you could get him a week like a week I take it mm-hmm. I think a lot of Pirates fans would, would enjoy a week of Andy Redmond. And it'll be what?
0: I mean, right at the end, it's going to be the St. Louis Cardinals back-to-back, right? In St. Louis and in Pittsburgh. So it's not a far trip from Indianapolis. Yeah, six
1: games. Bring them up for the last six games. But how would you show the St. Louis Cardinals what a real catcher looks like?
0: That would be nice, especially in the playoffs. You know, yeah. show them what – this is what a catcher looks like. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. I'm not – I'm not getting my hopes on it, but they did reward Rowan Z and O'Neill last year for the performance. And honestly, Endy's way more deserving of a reward than them two. And this isn't taking anything away from their seasons last year. Mm -hmm. They had phenomenal seasons last year. Endy is just, he's just on a whole nother level. And it's been three levels so far. And again, it's, it's only a few games in Indianapolis, but like he's still doing it. Yeah. So he deserves it. Let him see PNC Park. And then don't screw with him this offseason. If you want him to change a position, which you don't, <laughs> give him the glove and tell him now. <laughs> so, so that's not the reason why he's not in Pittsburgh to start next year.
1: That's actually the the only reason why they might not call him up is because if they do, and let's say he tears it up the last week of the year. And then you go into spring training, and you're know, like, Oh, we need to
0: we need to send him on down.
1: We need to send him down so that he can just, you know, get a little bit more position flexibility. Meanwhile, he had 500 in his one week in the majors.
0: Right. I don't know, man. Yeah, they might have learn, learned right what happens in rewarding those people and then playing your game in spring training. Yeah. But those people aren't too happy, <laughs> and people like Ronzi. Have to get forced in that position and actually start producing. And then you gotta think of another reason excuse to send them back down. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh let's get out of here. It's 30 minutes. Yeah. Anything else go. you want to say? Nothing. Nothing else. Right. I'm done. Tomorrow, Pirates play the Cubs again. It's Johan Oviedo versus Wade Miley. Your boy, Wade Miley. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow again for the post-game show. Hopefully, we'll get a dub. They probably won't, but hopefully. (laughs) We'll see you then. Bye-bye. See you, guys.